You know, there's been some uh, there's been some big questions over the years. Is there a God? What's the meaning of life? <clears throat> What's a better movie, Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi? But one question that beats them all is the biggest question. What's better, metal miniatures or plastic miniatures? Pick up the brushes, pick up the paints, pick up the models and crank the music because it's time for... The Imperial Orc Podcast. G'day guys, my name's Eero. This is my podcast called Imperial Rebel Orc Podcast and this is episode 31. Right, you scurvy lot, let's get to the bottom of this. Metal miniatures or plastic miniatures. Now... Toy soldiers, obviously the first type of miniature, <coughs> excuse me, um, were actually found in Egyptian tombs. Now, that's very old, very, very old, often carved from stone or bits of wood and stuff like that. But metal miniatures, they're older than plastic miniatures, obviously. They've been around since like the early 1730s, round about there. Um, I think Germany were the, first, were the first mob to come up with metal soldiers, basically melting down... Um, various metals and then into molds and you know cutting them out and clipping them and having little cool metal miniatures often they were very flat because that was just the design of the mold before they started to develop it into deeper more detailed molds and obviously over the years um, like everything else uh, technology got better and people got more uh, uh, experimental and started to do this with molds and making molds out of different things and using different metals softer metals tin Lead, of course, and all sorts of things. And plastic miniatures really didn't sort of show their head until the 1930s. Or 19, I think it was like the 1940s before they were sort of mass produced for kids to play with. So metal miniatures have been around a long time, but it's only because there wasn't really plastic, you know, in the 1700s. Um, and now, of course, we've got things like resin as well. So historically... Metal miniatures have got more of a footprint, a historical footprint. And I think that's a key reason why they are still very popular today. I think in general, not everyone of course, but I think in general it's the older generations that prefer metal miniatures because that's what they grew up with. I think we're all sort of... Um, you know, we all have that in us where we, that nostalgic thing where we go, oh, well, I always liked this as a kid, so I still love it today. For me, for example, I like, you know, plastic cheese. I call it plastic cheese. It's like the cheese singles that are in a plastic wrapper. I've always called it plastic cheese ever since I was a kid. I like melted cheese sandwiches, all right? And I've liked that since I was like seven years old and I still eat them today. So <laughs> for me, is if a normal cheese sandwich versus even if they came out of a fancy new kind of cheese i'd still revert back to plastic cheese melted sandwiches i think the older generation the baby boots are not old old but i think like the baby boomers and stuff like that you know that that's that was their first experience they got these little metal miniatures little metal soldiers might have been and then that you know then turned into always wanting to play with them or wanting to paint them and then of course smaller scales came out and then wargaming and all that kind of thing but i think um there's that feeling of like, well, this is what I know, 
and I don't like change. <laughs> and if this particular model um, ticks all the boxes for me, then why would I jump? What's the reason to jump over to plastics? Now, I completely understand that, but I, I actually... My uh, brief backstory, which I think I've explained before, is that my first box of miniatures, like technical gaming miniatures, were the uh, Katachins from Games Workshop. And But before that, I'd always played with plastic soldiers. That was always my go-to. You know, the Airfix ones and just the, the packet of like green army men you'd get from the supermarket. They were my passion when I was a kid, and I just played with them in the dirt outside or whatever. So I think that's partly why... When it came to uh, inverted commas, the miniatures, gaming miniatures, I kind of looked for the plastics more. But however, my first box was actually metal, and I painted them, and I was like, sort of thinking, oh yeah, these are cool. But it wasn't really until I started buying plastic years later that I I, I really started to enjoy it. And it, and I, I suppose for me, um, uh, uh, what am I? X generation. Um, <laughs> I. I didn't notice that they didn't feel heavy in my hand and I didn't notice that the details maybe weren't as crisp as what some of the metal details were back then. Um, so it kind of just felt natural for me because my nostalgia was with plastic soldiers. I also think any war gamer that started, you know, sort of playing war games from the 80s and maybe early 90s, any war gamer who that was got stuck in back then will still probably prefer metals today because again it's got that nostalgic thing that's how they started that's how they got interested in the game buying their first metal miniatures painting them and having a game with them so i think there's not just the you know not just the baby boomers but i think people of my generation who have always sort of been into the hobby and got stuck into it back in the day um will still prefer those metals today now as a 41 year old child <laughs> who's been obsessed with the hobby for the last five years, I've come to really appreciate metal miniatures. I still, probably my preference is the plastics, but I'll get into that uh, more soon. But I've really come to love metal miniatures, and I can't remember what the first lot of metal miniatures were since since my, um, uh, since I restarted my hobby. Um, I, I, I'm guessing it might have been Praetorian Guard, maybe? Not sure. But there is something about the weight in the hand. Now I can't, I can't really explain that. It just feels. I've, I think it. What it feels like. It doesn't feel like a toy. <laughs> it feels like something more. It feels like something special. It feels like yeah, I've got this solid piece in my hand, and I'm going to paint it as best I can. And that's the other thing I've noticed. I actually, with the metal miniatures, I kind of try even harder to make sure the paintwork is is better. And again, I don't exactly know why, except for it, it almost feels like I'm painting <laughs> like a trophy piece or something, you know? I, I really can't explain it more than that. When it comes to details, I've recently um, been diving into Australian troops from uh, for bolt action from Warlord Games, and I'm really impressed with the details. I think, like I said before, Praetorian Guard, I've got a fair few medals of those, and I've got some uh, Voshroyan and things like that, some some random sort of bits and pieces as well. Uh, Valhallen. 
And they are detailed, but they're kind of chunky. You know what I'm talking about, like the hero scale. They're kind of chunky and the details get a little bit lost sometimes. Whereas these Australian ones from Warlord Games, yeah, like you can see the buttons on their shirts. You can see their the headband around their, um, around their hats. And you can see, you know, like I think some of the finer details can get a bit blurry. And, and I notice that more, I think, once I've finished painting them and then take photos, I can sort of see, oh, the hand around, like the, the finger on the trigger isn't as crystal clear as what it is for a, uh, like a Games Workshop miniature these days, for example. But it still, still looks good. And, there's, and, and the face expressions are there, um, you know, the, the creases in the pants, all that kind of stuff. It's all there and it's all really qu quite nice. I really like it. I've got to say, though, plastics offer me so much more, though. And, I, and what it is, is because at heart, I'm a converter first. So I love the hobby. I love every aspect of the hobby. But my number one favorite thing to do is what I've mentioned many, many times, is uh, converting models, is turning a model into something else or um, kit bashing and, and carving and sculpting and all that kind of thing. It just, oh man, I just love it. Um, and I'll tell you what I've been working on uh, soon. <laughs> so therefore, obviously, plastics, much, much easier to convert. You don't need to bloody get a jackhammer to cut through this stuff. You can just use a hobby saw or even just a, a scalpel, just a, a, a sharpie, a sharp knife. Um, you can melt it. You can, you know, literally put it through hot water and then bend the weapon or bend the uh, the leg or whatever you want. You know, you can you can literally melt it with fire if you want to as well. Uh, now, obviously, you can melt metals, but you need a lot higher temperature and it's a lot harder to do. So. That's the massive big tick for me with plastics is that I can do whatever I want. The medium is, it's like a chunk of clay, you know? I can manipulate it, I can twist it, I can stab it, I can cut it, I can eat it. No, <laughs> I wouldn't eat it. Although I did eat plasticine a lot as a kid. I, I'll be honest, I haven't noticed a great difference in painting metals to painting plastics, except for to say that um, I enjoy painting metals more. <laughs> and again, I can't really explain that. I can't explain why. It's just I, I feel like I'm putting more heart <laughs> without sounding like a sap. I feel like I'm putting more effort and heart into metal miniatures. And maybe it's because something in the back of my mind is sort of saying, hey, hey, you got to pay homage here, brother, because like this is a metal miniature. This is like chiseling a statue from a piece of gold. But in doing so, in, in you know, giving my all to painting metal miniatures, I'm hoping that by default that increases or improves my skills when it comes to painting plastics anyway. So it's a win-win, guys. All right, all right. So stop the crap, Luke. Stop waffling on. What's your decision? What is better, metal or plastic? And I've got to say... <laughs> I hate to be a fence-sitter, all right? I really do hate to be a fence-sitter. I like to make a very strong decision with most things in my life. I've got to say it's plastics, okay? And as I said, because number one thing for me is converting. So plastics all the way for that particular reason. However, there's a little caveat here. <laughs> Metals have really impressed me, have really come up in my mind to being a, a very special thing to work on. Um, I think 
I think collecting, you know, the older models like the uh, I've been collecting the Last Chances from the Games Workshop range. I'm collecting the Praetorians. I'm collecting the Vostroians. I'm collecting the Valhallans. So, and I want to get some Necromunda, old school Necromunda um, miniatures too. Um, that's kind of cool. Again, without sounding like a sap, it is paying homage to my beloved hobby, the history of my beloved hobby. Does that make sense? <laughs> I guess that's what it, that partly that's what it's about with metal miniatures. But as I say, collecting the, um, the uh, various armies from Warlord Games now, I'm, yeah, I'm loving the details on these miniatures. Now these aren't hero scale, they're true scale. So, so they're smaller in my hand, but they've still got the weight and they've got the detail and they're just, honestly, I can't bang on about those enough. They're really, really lovely. If you haven't got any Warlord miniatures within your, um, collection yet I'd definitely go and get some metal ones first just go and get like an artillery piece or something like that and, and give it a go because they are lots of fun to paint and, I, and I'm not when I'm painting them, I'm not missing the conversions. I'm not. I'm not sort of thinking, and I think that's partly because they're historical as well. But I'm not. I'm not feeling like, ah, oh, should I do this? Should I do that? Yeah, not really at all. I'm just enjoying painting them to the best of my ability. If someone was to put a gun to my head and say, "You need to choose between plastic and metals," firstly, I'd be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, mate, relax. It's it just miniatures. You don't need to put a gun to my head for this." But then I would just say, look, mate, it's easy. Plastics. I would wave a big flag for plastics. Now, one thing I haven't mentioned, though, um, which was actually brought to my attention when I asked this question about plastics and metals on the blog and on uh, Instagram, was uh, resin. Now, I mentioned it earlier on in the in the show. Uh, obviously, there's resin miniatures out there as well. Now, there seems to be a general consensus with most people. There's a couple that sort of differed. Most people don't like resin, and I'm guessing because it's, uh, you got to clean it. You know, technically you should clean it before you start gluing pieces together because it's got like the like a residue over the surface that makes it sort of difficult to stick together. Um, and I think it doesn't cut quite as nice as what plastics do. So that's another reason. But and there's a lot of flash, a lot of um, overspill, and and the mold lines can be a bit of a bugger as well. But in all honesty, I uh, haven't had an issue. I just sort of treat them like plastics, and I I really haven't had an issue, except for the you know cleaning. That's got to be part of the process, but that's okay. It doesn't take long. So for me, I don't really see what the issue is with resins, and maybe I haven't worked with them enough. Maybe if I did a whole army of resin, then I'd be pulling my hair out by the end of it. Who knows? But all the models and bits and pieces I've worked on, um, yeah, it seems okay to me. <laughs> It's the Imperial Rebel Org Podcast. Like I did before last week's episode, I put out a, uh, a post on Instagram and I've called them um, Eero Asks <laughs> um, because you got to be catchy. You know, you got to have something catchy. So Eero Asks. Last week it was, what's your favorite step to painting? This week I put out the question, of course, What's better, metal or plastic miniatures? So um, we, I had quite a, uh, quite a um, lot of people respond, which is brilliant. And I also remembered to put the question over on the blog as well. And I also had a great response from that as well. So I'll read out uh, all the responses I got. Okay, let's do the Instagram responses first. Uh, let me see, let's see, let's see. So... I'd put up the post saying, um, 
what do you prefer, plastic or metal miniatures? And then in a little description thing, I said, I had so much fun hearing your answers to last week's question that I thought I'd ask another for the podcast. Do you prefer plastic or metal miniatures? Love to hear the reasoning too. Like last week, I'll give you a shout out on the show too. And I, as I wrote it, I was imagining that radio voice. Okay, we had Starship Varinus who said plastic, easier to chop and change. Now, this man, I actually featured this guy on one of my episodes as a hobby spotlight. Um, he's a cool dude, and he's very much um, cut from the same cloth as me, Who a chap who loves converting. So, of course, yeah, plastics all the way. Gracchus, he said, plastic every time, exclamation mark. So much easier to cut and paste into new interesting minis. Again, I hear that, brother. We had crooked nostrils. <laughs> uh, I don't mean to laugh, but I, I hope that's not a... I hope you do have straight nostrils. I hope your nostrils aren't all over the place, so, but great name. He uh, says metal. I like the weight of it. Only preferred... Hang on. Only preferred if I'm painting one of something. Fair enough. Uh, I said to him, I'm painting a whole army of metal Aussie troops for bolt action at the moment, and I'm loving it. The weight is nice, and so are the details. I think it's just nice to be painting something different. Thanks for the comment, dude. And he said, awesome. I'm finishing off Masters of the Universe. Brilliant. It's just contrast paint, but works great for getting it done. Um, Arunia said, plastic is easier to paint. Now interesting. A lot of people were saying metal was nicer and easier to paint. But I have a runic anvil for my for the from the dwarves and a salvo cannon from the space marines in metal and it always it was always so satisfying to clunk those onto the gaming board. I reckon there's something in that too. So I haven't played a lot of games, um, but recently when I've been chucking down some metal miniatures onto the gaming board, yeah, it feels like you're playing like an adult game. <laughs> it feels like you're playing chess and you're using big marble um pieces or metal pieces you know it's kind of it does feel cool i can't explain that exactly that thoroughly that well but it does it does feel good monkey underscore hammer said modern plastic is definitely the best but for models older than 2010 the metal ones are a lot more characterful and detailed so they're more fun to paint up and the plastic equivalent than the plastic equivalent and i said ah 2010, is that the time it really started to change? Because like I said, I've only been in the hobby um, uh, to this level, <laughs> like a maniacal level, um, since about 2015. Um, uh, and he replied and said, well, it was a gradual change, but that's roughly the line. GW, Games Workshop, sprues have a copyright printed on them for the year they're released, which I didn't know. So you begin to get a feeling for how the technology changed over time if you pay attention to those. Now, of course, I've I've definitely noticed the change. Like um, if you look at the Katachan sort of plastics, the jungle fighter plastics, they're kind of comical now to look at. I still like them, but they're kind of funny to look at compared to like the Blackstone Fortress miniatures, which are highly detailed and highly intricate. Uh, Remnanti, Rem, Remnant, Remnant, Remnant with an E on the end. Um, plastic, he's a cool dude. He's a blog follower, really nice fella. Plastic for sure, exclamation mark. But the old metal models will always be special for the nostalgia. Yeah, I, I definitely agree on that one. 
Um, Oz Wargaming, um, he commented last week. I'm not sure if he's Australian or Austrian, but uh, Oz Wargaming. Plastic models are just so detailed compared to metal at the moment. Modern white metal castings definitely have deteriorating quality, especially when compared to the improvements in plastic. Metal still feels special though when you open a special blister pack for them. Yeah, I, I, I have that feeling too. So opening up a box of plastics from G, uh, GW, I'm just, I'm just, you know, cutting it open, dragging out the sprues and getting my clippers ready to, to cause havoc and, and go nuts with my conversions. Metal miniatures, I'm more careful taking them out of the box and I'm holding them in my big hand and scrutinizing them, looking over them and sort of admiring them and nurturing them and cuddling them. D-F-K-M-E-I. Don't forget me. I think he <laughs> commented last week too. Plastic is great for conversions, but I just love metal miniatures for their real feel. Yeah, again, that sort of goes back to what I was saying before, that a metal miniature in your hand just feels good. It just feels really good. Doesn't feel like a toy, doesn't feel flimsy. Feels like it's gonna last for a millennia. Uh, Lance Bench Press. I'm guessing he's a bit of a weightlifter, this dude. Lance, Lance Bench Press. I really enjoy the weight of metal miniatures. There you go. <laughs> but washers are cheap enough, so super glue one of those to the bottom and I'm golden. And he means the bottom of uh, the miniature, not, not his bottom. Um, I, it's one of those things I keep meaning to do. I keep, like, I keep thinking, yeah, if I put some metal washers on the bases of my plastic miniatures, they're not gonna tumble over as easy and all that kind of thing. But what a boring job, Jesus. Like, if I've got time to spend with my hobby, I wanna do the conversions and stuff like that. So, I reckon I'll get the kids into it. <laughs> I reckon I'll pay them, you know, five bucks for the day to put washers on all of my plastic miniatures <laughs> because I, I definitely see the benefits of that. Uh, Dave2718, uh, he's, a, he's a great dude. I like the range of poses you get with them with many plastic sets, but I do enjoy getting, a, getting to painting faster with a clean set of metal. Can I have a bit of both, please? Of course you can, my old friend. Of course you can. Uh, like, I think this issue, you can sit on the fence. It's fine. You can like both. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm asking the question, but I'm not sort of going to be hard on anyone who doesn't make a solid, firm decision. <laughs> it's okay. Garan.ohan. Um, that's G-H-A-R-A-N dot O-H-E-N. Uh, if it is a small company, then I generally prefer metal models as there are usually fewer imperfections. But if it's a larger company like GW or with access to Renadra, then I like plastic models. I also prefer metal for character models as they seem to have a special quality to them. Look at Dark Sword miniatures, for example. Yeah, and I hear that as well. Like, I don't know. I think if I had a giant plastic army of, say, Death Corps of Krieg, then um, I think the, the champions or the leaders or the brutes or something, I would want to be metal. I would want to have something more of a standout than just plastic minions, if that makes sense. Iman... Eman dot paints, E-M-A-N dot paints. A thousand times plastic 
I dislike metal so much. Wow, this is fighting words, mate. I dislike metal so much, I'd rather work with resin. So there you go. A lot of people, you know, resin is like the third category. Like, yep, might be pl- you might choose plastic or metal as your number one, and then resin as your bottom, as your, nah, this is the least thing I'd want to work with, which, like I said before, is interesting to me because I haven't really had a problem. Anyway, so a thousand times plastic, I dislike metal so much, rather work with resin. Plastic is so much easier to modify and bash, as in kit bash, and of... And if I drop a plastic model, it will absorb the impact along with the paint and it's less likely to chip. That's a very, very good point. My carrying case for my minis is magnetized and the thought of a top heavy metal model coming loose in transit and wreaking havoc on the rest of the models sends chills down my spine. Yeah, like I said, very, very good point. You drop a a metal miniature and your heart stops. You're like, oh my God, because you know it's going to chip. You know it's going to, the axe is going to snap off or be bent. Whereas, yeah, plastic bounces. It literally, you drop it on a hardwood floor and it just goes ting, 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 and just bounces along. And I mean, of course it can be chipped, but to be honest, I've never had a model break from dropping it. Um... Between the Bolter and me, love these guys. Um, check out their um, their podcast, uh, Dragged Into Turbo Lasers. Brilliant. Really nice guys. They always comment and always very encouraging. So thank you, guys. Uh, plastic by a large margin. It is lighter, less prone to paint chipping, and far easier to clean up mold lines and convert. As was suggested by others, I do have nostalgia for some of the old metal classics. Yeah, I think that's almost a given. If you've been in the, if you're, maybe if you're 15, or if you're maybe in your early 20s, mid 20s, maybe you don't get the nostalgia with the with the metals. But if you're sort of 30 plus, um, you have that nostalgia. And if you've been into the game for that that long as well. Um, uh, I actually replied to them and said, I'm wondering if it's the older gamers and modelers that's, that prefer the metals. By that, I don't mean the elderly. Ha ha. <laughs> Just people that remember the metals more so. And he said, or they said, I still prefer metal over resin. See, there you go. Because there are often so many casting issues. And that is true. Uh, Atlas Warped said plastic, hands down. Uh, and I said, I think in this day and age, plastic is easily going to win the debate, which I think it is. Sorry, metal guys, but I think it is. Um, and they replied to me and said, it's mainly because it's so much easier to cut into f- into for conversions. Resin is my favourite for this reason. So there you go. One vote for resin as well. Um, we had Offworld Miniatures who just said, plastic, with an exclamation mark. <laughs> And I said, I reckon the plastic vote is going to win. Cheers. And he said, probably, yeah, with a smiley kind of constipated face. I, th- I always say it's a constipated face where the guy with the little emojis like squeezing his eyes shut and his mouth's wide open. Looks constipated to me. That's my face when I'm trying to, you know. Anyway, uh, we've got um, VA Ladies Paints or Validies Paints. Uh, they need to tell me how to say that name. Sorry, dude. Dude, it. Not sure. Apart from my collection of confrontation, I prefer plastic for how easy it is to use for conversions. So we're seeing that common thread there, common trend that if you're a converter, if you love that, then absolutely plastics. But I'm still sort of, it's still half and half for just painting though, I think. 
Um, right, we've got Heretic30K. He's a cool dude too. He's over on the blog as well. Um, plastic, easier to convert, kit bash and transport. Very good points. We had uh, Rogaru. Yeah, I'm bad with names, but R-O-U-G-A-R-O-U, and in 1986, that could be the year he was born. Plastic all the way with the devil horns, yeah, boy! And I said, do love my plastic crack, (laughs) which is what we call our plastics in the hobby. It's not, I don't have a plastic crack. Um, Back to the hammer blog. I prefer metal for painting. It just seems to make painting easier, but definitely plastic for building, converting, and for transporting when I actually want to play a game. Yeah, so there you go. So why does it make it easier? Like, what's what? What's that key thing that makes painting metal easier than plastic? That's why I don't... That's why I can't grasp. Anywho, the underscore providia underscore campaign says plastic as someone who converts individualizes the vast majority of my models this material facilitates that nicely 100 percent agree my friend jason turner minis plastic for me so much easier to convert resin is nice also there you go another vote for resin metal is the most difficult from a hobby perspective but has a nice heft and feel as a gaming piece so we are seeing a lot of common sort of um comments here uh right we've got gardens of hecate or hesate i'm not sure how to say that but she is awesome go check her website out go check her instagram out very very cool stuff i also did a hobby spotlight spotlight on this lady um a few episodes back if you asked me 10 years ago i would have said metal but now the quality and variety of plastic kits overall has gone up and it's become number one for me so Again, that's what we were saying before. Um, the old Katachin models, the old, even the old Warhammer Empire models, they were kind of just chunky and basic and simple. They were kind of cool, and I still, I still like them, and I still use them for conversions and kit bashings. But they were quite different to today's standards, and I'm guessing it's because of the. And I don't know because I'm not tech savvy, but I'm guessing it's to do with the technology, the. Um, 3D sort of, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, like the creating the, the model on the computer first and then getting the plastic machine to make it. <laughs> that's, that's my explanation. Oh, geez. Um, now I said to her, some might say that's heresy. Thanks for commenting. Um, we've got Dave the Murder Viking. That's a great name. I wonder if he like gets around as a Viking. I really hope he does. Dresses up as a Viking in day-to-day business, you know, just yeah, just sorting shit out as a Viking. That's cool. Plastic all the way. The they bounce better if they hit the ground. Absolutely. Mark A. Morin. Now we know this chap. He was uh, he was on the episode twenty. Two, I think it was. You'd have to go back and have a look, but I interviewed this chap. Um, he's a long-time listener. He says, as I shared on your fantastic blog, thanks, Mark, metal, exclamation mark. You must read Eero's blog. It's the law. Thank you again, Mark. Uh, smiley face. I see from above comments that some folks have had problems priming. You do, and then in brackets, like with resin, need to wash them before priming. As far as transport, I base mine on steel washers and have them on magnetic sheets in really useful boxes and bring them to cons 
um, without problems. Varnish protects my paint jobs from chipping. There are differences with regards to a lead uh, slash tin alloy versus white metal. And I do like some lead in my minis. Just keep them away from kids and don't lick them. That's very sound advice, my friend. Plus, in a hundred years, most of my minis will still exist. But yeah, but will they? Because technically they will, but you know, maybe they'd just be sold off and crushed, Mark. Nah, <laughs> I'm just saying that to tease. But you're right, they're absolutely right. The metal miniatures are gonna last a lifetime. But unless, I don't know, unless there's a fire or an earthquake or something, I think the plastic miniatures are technically gonna last as well. Like mine won't, when I'm dead and buried or dead and burnt, um, yeah, my kids will just probably chuck them all in the bin, I'm sure. <laughs> but let's, uh, let's jump over to the blog and see what the comments were there. Yeah, hi, Hero Scab right here. Great question, mate, but honestly, I don't like metal or plastic or resin. What I like is blood and flesh. <laughs> All right, I put up the question on my blog as well. Do you prefer metal or plastic miniatures? And uh, Dave K from Center the Gamer, go check his blog out, uh, very informative. He says, I have to say I massively prefer hard plastic to metal. These days you can get just as much detail from a multi-part plastic figure. In, in addition, they are lighter, more durable, no glue joins, metal like poly polystyrene cement joints, plastics, and generally cheaper to buy. That's true, that's actually something we haven't raised yet is the pricing. Great for building up armies or skirmish forces or just individual character, sand and vehicles. Definitely my favorite material to work with. Metal is my second preference though, over resin, soft plastic, or mixed material models. Woodugas from Convert or Die. I did a hobby spotlight on him back in, might have even been the very first episode, was it? Or second episode at least. Plastic, metal has an old school charm to it and lots of happy nostalgic memories and a nice weight in the hand, but plastic is basically better in every way. I cut my teeth working on metal and it's just so much more complicated. I spend hours building up muscles and blunting saws to cut things up for conversions, and in brackets, which generally turned out looking shit anyway. It's harder to get metal models to stick together, and in brackets, I'm about to pin a plastic model for the first time ever, whereas I had to do it all the time with metal, and it's rare to drop a plastic model and have it shatter, whereas metal does that all the time. Metal also chips, so you have to take a lot of care with them, or varnish them, which is a faff, and dulls the paint job again, not an issue with plastic. Overall, plastic is easier to work with, easier to convert and easier to care for. Plastic is for miniatures, metal is for music. Bang on. Then we have Red Sarrel Sarrel 690 sorry buddy, not sure how to pronounce that, but he's from Desperta Ferez um, blog. After sticking with metal for many years, I too am impressed by the plastics. Drilling and pinning are hardly necessary. Plus, the number of spears, shields, pinging off a sh off is a thing of the past. 
I can put up with bendy spears, but not pikes though. Newer ultracast plastics look to be having some teething problems with quality though. Cheapness of plastic is actually a challenge for me because I'm determined not to pile up the old pre-lock down miniature pile. Good points. Next we have tcvgartist.wordpress. Um, anything is better than resin. There we go, people don't like resin mostly. I like the weight of holding a metal miniature. It feels substantial and stuck to the ground. Metal can be bent without using heat that dulls detail and the shapes hold in there. They are timeless too. Some of those plastics and resins are fluids after all. And in years to come, the constant attrition of the warp in brackets or gravity will reduce many fantastic prints to pools. Do like the Romans did, choose marble or pewter. We might not see it ourselves, fair enough, just enough to see those banners bend, but when the emperor of mankind finally shows his face and goes around picking colors, you don't want to be one chapter no one remembers. <laughs> it's true. And when your, when your technique advances, you can grab an old pewter model, wash it with some solvent, and have it like new in minutes. Ready to try again, now or 30 years from now. But it's not for playing. Toys are made for plastic, made of plastic. All opinions exaggerated for balancing the obvious practical advantages of plastic. <laughs> well said, my friend. Up next, we have the Imperfect Modeler. Go check him out, brilliant. I, uh, he was a hobby spotlight on one of the episodes as well. I also call him my hobby dad um, because he's just wise and he's, he's you know, he's uh, clever, he's into like old things. Uh, <laughs> no, he's just a cool dude and I will be interviewing him on the show sometime down the track. He says, if I was into converting or kit bashing, then I would go for plastic because it is far easier to work with. But the thing is, I'm not. The reason aside, that reason aside, pretty much every justification people give for liking plastic is why I don't. I am old school and 100% metal when it comes to figures. And I think that's absolutely fair enough. And it goes back to one of my earlier points that if you're an old geezer, you like metals. <laughs> then we have Phillip Island Gaming Society, in brackets, pigs. G'day, Eero. As one of the gaming senior citizens, were plastic 54mm flats uh, made by my father's die-cast moulding company. These were quickly followed up by an eight-year-old birthday present of Airfix, American Civil War, and World War II Germans and Africa Corps. At the time, I didn't realise these were on the same side. <laughs> That's fair enough. My first metal toys were Hinchcliffe, Ancient Persians imported from the UK after reading Charles Grant's Ancient Wargaming. This created a lifelong love affair with metal toys. A foray into 40k opened up the world of plastics once more, although my favourite 40k figures are the Katachans, which I've mentioned, the metal ones. There is no logical reason for saying this, but I still feel that metals paint up better and easier, but I think this harks back to painting Airfix figures without undercoat or varnish and having them um, falk all the time. These days I am happy with either, but I do like plastics for converting, but by some token hate having to put together a 28 millimeter figure with nearly 20 bits. I still prefer painting metals. 
The third option these days that you have not mentioned is resin. The earlier versions of these were too brittle, but these days the modeling and sturdiness is superb. A large part of my 20 millimeter World War II vehicles are resin. Hope this rant helps paint a picture of the likes and dislikes of an old codger. Thanks, David. Much appreciated. Eric Critter, Eric Critter, 65, says, Preference is definitely for plastic, easier to assemble, cleaning of mold lines, and to fine details. That being said, my all-time favorite Warhammer uh, 40K army that I still have is all metal. Um, uh, Death Calls Krieg, excellent, wow. With as many metal vehicles as possible. Sadly, the... They sit in boxes with many arms or top half separated from the bodies. What else have we got? We got rantings from under. Uh, it's actually rantings from under the wargaming table, I believe. Um, Roger, he's a nice fellow. I'll be interviewing him down the track too. Do I really have to answer this? I mean, you know where I where I'm going to stand now, don't you? I won't do the old voice because that's kind of insulting. He is an older fellow though. Metal, it's just better. It feels right, weighs right, paints right, and converts right, in my humble opinion. Seriously though, yes, there are many advantages to plastics, um, but I dislike multi-part figures at, at nearly any time, but especially metal ones, to be honest. Tin Man miniatures do some beautiful metal figures, but they are a total bastard to put together, and plastics do tend to be multi-part most of the time. I'm not anti-anything, really. It just seems most of the figures I personally like are made of metal. Uh, he goes on to say, resin figures are just wrong. Resin is for vehicles and buildings and possibly scenic bits and bobs, and that's it. There, you made me say it. I hope you're satisfied now. Cheers. Roger. I'm never satisfied, Roger. Finally, we have Marvin from Suburban Militarism. I can never say that word. Great blog, though. Go check it out, WordPress. Uh, the old adage is that metal is for grown-ups and plastic is for toys. <laughs> That's good. So I feel I should say metal is better, but it's a bit like saying I should say I should prefer a glass of the finest wine to a cheap beer. Trouble is, I just prefer lager, and I just prefer plastic to paint. There seems to be better detail on the smaller scales that I mostly paint. He's more of a 172 scale guy. Um, uh, that I mostly paint, which plastics seem to cope with better than a metal mold. Plastic is indeed my childhood medium, same as mine, and there's certain instinctive, there's a certain instinctive respect that I have for it, if only for that reason. That said, I'm certainly not anti-metal, and I've just purchased some metal 20 millimeter figures this week. Feel all grown up now. <laughs> Thanks, Marvin. Uh, we also had Forced. Now his website is doubledicedown.wordpress.com. He's a really nice fella. This has been a question for ages. I know that. I know that, buddy. But I'm asking it again, all right? And I've sometimes gone back and forth. Given that I've assembled approximately 200 miniatures since COVID, wow, that's a lot, started keeping us indoors, I definitely have an opinion on the matter. Metal minis are often older, sometimes less detailed, and can be easier to paint because of the less detail. That's interesting. However, getting back to stick to them, hang on, however, getting paint, oh yeah, sorry, however, getting paint to stick to them is a royal pain in the ass. I've had one I've been working on that has been primed and primed, and just touching the damn thing seems to equate to more paint coming off. I'm trying to rush through it. 
just so I can varnish it and then pray the paint stays on finally. I've also had to re-glue the beast of the arm on it at least four times. Although I'm not always overjoyed with GW multi-part plastic assembly nightmares, as a material, hard plastic is way easier to work with as far as priming, painting, and converting. My third least favorite though is crappy resin. Can be its own nightmare in cleanup, painting, etc. <laughs> So there you have it guys, no real decisive decision there, and I kind of expected as much, <laughs> and I'm sure you did too. Um, I feel like there's a very strong argument for the metal side. I feel like there's very strong argument for the plastic side as well. Me personally, as I said, plastics all the way because I'm a converter at heart. But I think what it comes down to is who cares? Who cares? As long as you're having fun, that's all that matters. If you prefer metal miniatures because of the weight in your hand and think they paint up easier, brilliant. If you prefer plastic because they bounce off the floor and um, you know, and you can cut their heads off with no problem, that's great too. Just the main thing is just have fun with whatever you're doing. A few days ago, I decided to build a monster out of plastic, talking plastic. And I've sort of had the idea for a while. I kind of visualized what kits I wanted to use. I used some of those ones that I visualized and I used a whole bunch of other ones that I wasn't expecting to use as well. And I've got to say, I'm having an absolute ball with it. I still have a lot more work to do on it because what I've realized, I like big conversions. I've, the biggest one I've done to date so far is the Red Orktober, which is what I've mentioned a few times, the uh, Orc Pirate Landship. You can see that on my Instagram and on the blog. Um, that was great fun. And this one is a monster, so it's a different sort of looking thing, but it's um, equally just as fun. And what I've come to realize is the bigger the model, the bigger the holes in the model. And it, it, there's a challenge there in, in, in the respect of trying to fill those holes. You might use green stuff, you might use, if you're like me, I love the uh, bicarb soda and super glue mix, because then you can sand it, cut it, paint it, whatever you want. Um, but it does, yeah, it does bring those challenges to you and you're sort of like, wow, I've got a gaping hole. Like, for instance, with this monster, I won't go into too much detail because I really sort of want to do a big, um, you know, sort of paint it up and release it online and everyone can see it. But it's basically one big monster with a couple of uh, cretins riding it. <laughs> um, anyway, so the base model, um, its left arm was pointing downwards and sort of looping around the, the bottom leg almost. And what I wanted to do though was shift the whole left arm into a striking pose. So like so raised above its head with a big holding a big blade as if it's about to like bring it down hard on top of a layman rust tank or something like that, which gives you an idea of the scale of this big boy. Um, <clears throat> And what happened was, now I just, when I go about converting, I just see in my mind's eye what I want to do, and I just do it. I just put the bits where I want the bits to go and worry about the filling the holes and cleaning up um, after. So this bad boy though, I positioned the arm and it created a massive, massive hole in the, in the upper shoulder and in the armpit as well, if you know what I mean. So yeah, so that, that, that was quite challenging to sort of go, and when I say massive hole, I'm talking like an inch, you know what I mean? Like a big whopping hole. 
And yeah, it created some challenges for me, but you know what? I rose to the challenge and that's what I, as much as the creativity side, I also like the challenge of a conversion of going, right, this is how I see it on paper or in my mind's eye and this is how I'm going to do it. And I'm also a fan of just free form converting, just just starting, like not overly planning. I think, I think sometimes if you, personally, I think if you overly plan for a conversion or an army or something like that, you can get really bogged down in the details and you might have your mind set on a particular bit from your bits boxes, but then you'll spend an hour looking for that, you know, elusive bits. And I sort of think, where's the fun in that? So (laughs) I kind of just throw myself into the deep end, figure it out as I go along and voila. And then, I mean, you don't always go, wow, that's the most amazing thing I've ever done. But I think there's there's sort of, it's like the thrill of the chase. There's something fun about not knowing exactly what you're going to get at the end of the day. So that's what I've been up to the last uh, well, week or so, I think. Um, and it's been, it's been great fun. If uh, you care to email me, you can imperialrebelorc at gmail.com. If you want to follow my blog or just go and uh, have a look and a bit of a read, um, you can find me imperialrebelorc.wordpress.com. And if you want to see my Instagram, if you just want to look at pretty pictures, then you can find me imperialrebelorc over on Instagram. Um, But that's it for me for episode 31. Thank you to everyone who got involved with your answers to the big question. Um, I'm sure I'll be doing more questions. Um, It's been great. Thanks for listening, guys. Spread the word. Be safe. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you in episode 32. You've been listening to The Imperial Rattle Podcast.